the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. Look in the eyes to see. Look in me straight to leave. You give me all I need. So give me courage to believe. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks, Dave, and welcome to another edition of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are in for a treat today. I know I say that every week, right? But I'm sure our listening audience has agreed with me that every week is a treat. And today's treat is an old friend. An old friend to Abolition Radio, an old friend to Love Never Fails, and a fellow pusher of justice. That's right. I mean, on the streets. I, when I say pusher of justice, I mean pusher of justice out there in the trenches, all about the trenches. And that's Pastor Larry Austin from Amen. Elevate Gospel Outreach. Welcome back. Amen. Glad to be here. It's a blessing. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Not a problem at all. We are so excited. And we're going to talk about a lot of a lot of things. A lot of things have changed yeah. since you were here last. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a lot of things have changed, but right. we're so, so grateful. And we know that that you are our friend who has been doing a lot. Yeah, been, I've been I've been busy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. The work never changes. We may change locations of where we do the work from, but the work that needs to be done in our communities is always ever present. So that is so, so, so true. That's right. And Pastor Larry is a true Bay Area son. He was born here in San Francisco, uh, but raised in Oakland in elementary middle school in um and Richmond middle school and high school. Yep, yep. And um he is married to his high school sweetheart. <laughs> Kudos, <laughs> Michelle. Miss you, <laughs> Michelle. And he is the father of three beautiful daughters, Amani, Brandy, and Faith. Amen. And he says being surrounded by four beautiful ladies continue, continually teaches him what it means to love the bride of Christ, to love like the bride of Christ. That's right. The, the church. He received a football scholarship. Mm-hmm. to play football at Portland State. And while pursuing his pro football career is when God got a hold of him. And God called him to trust and proclaim the gospel of Jesus. And he has been doing it Amen. ever since. Amen. He feels called to the city of Oakland, his home. 
and he's worked there tirelessly through various nonprofits and service agencies for the past 15 or so years. And um, Oakland, we know, is a diverse diverse place culturally. Yep. And um, he is really making an impact. And that's how we met. That's right. <laughs> at the time, you were um, the pastor, one of the pastors at Oakland City Church. Right. Shout out to Oakland City OCC. Church. They're still one of our triple C's, uh, courageous community collaborators. That's right. And we love them dearly and thank them so much for all their support. And so that's where we met. Um, you yeah. had a heart for the issue of trafficking, right. you know, because you live right here. You that's see right. it, too. I see it daily. And, <laughs> and you are not the average person to just mm. drive on by Amen. and not be pricked in your heart yeah. to do something about it. And that's where we met. That's right. Let's start from there. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's um, that's God's burden um, yeah. when you get awakened to the reality of who God is and then who we are um, in him. Um mm. How dare we drive by mm. brothers and sisters mm. who are in, in different type of crises, right? Mm-hmm. And so human trafficking is one of the crises in, the, in our world, in America in particular, mm-hmm. um, where people are being uh, used uh, for gain. And mm. so me having three daughters, mm. right? Um, mm. It's just like, man, I've been working in the community and nonprofit in so many years. It's just like, man, I cannot drive by these young ladies as if I don't understand the brokenness that's inside of all of us, that's in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was um, just God's call. And so mm-hmm. he never calls us to do everything. Right. 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 Like who's doing that? <laughs> right. <laughs> who's right. in that fight? Right. And how do right. I connect with them so that I can tap into that passion and really create a link for others who mm-hmm. feel like that's my charge. Right. To be able to cross that bridge. And so that's that how is we so interesting that mm-hmm. you say that, because that's how we were birthed. Yep. Amen. Um, <laughs> when we had the one young lady. Uh, one of Vanessa's students. Yeah. And shout out to Vanessa, who's missing today. Vanessa. Yeah, my Man. partner in justice. Right. She is at a meeting today and can't be here with us, but she's with us in spirit. Amen. But when one of her students, yeah. 15-year-old students, went went missing and she went out looking for her, mm-hmm. that was one of the things that yeah. broke her heart. Catalyst, yeah. The people mm-hmm. driving by, yeah. seeing all of these children yeah. on the street yeah. being exploited, yeah. right? Being sold. And it was, that was the passion. Yeah. She said, I cannot yeah. be one of those people to Amen. just drive by and not do yeah. anything. I yeah. must do something. Not knowing what to do right, right, at that right, time. Right, right. But I have to do something. And Amen. here we are today. Amen. Amen. You know, so, and that is our, um, the listening audience audience knows that that's kind of my little pet peeve. Yeah. You know, everybody has a little something, something right, they can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be big. Like you said, mm-hmm. you know, no one organization right. or one person is going to bring an end to this thing. It's yeah. going to take all of us right. working together and all of us have something that's to right. give, that's something right. that we do every day, yep. you know, in our regular jobs mm-hmm. or in, um, Something that we love to do, a hobby or whatever, uh, an art form, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. We're going to get to your art form here in a minute. Right, right, right. But you got something to offer and lean into the fight. Exactly. I was a teacher in a classroom Hmm. every day. Hmm. I saw this in another country Hmm. only to learn in 10,000 miles away that right here in my (laughs) own country, there's a problem in my backyard. And it changed my life. I could not look at my students 
in their seats every day and not see other students, you know, or picture other students that I had seen in those predicaments and not do anything. So what do I do? Mm. I use my platform as my voice and I use that to teach others. That's right. You know, I still teach. Yeah, still I may education. not be in the classroom, yeah, yeah. you know, school setting, <laughs> right. you know, one, yeah. but I go to many and the world is my school. Amen. My community Amen. is my school. I'm still educating. To help them get that aha moment like you guys. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I love seeing those moments on people's faces, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, but I just want to get them activated That's right. to put some you know, That's right. to the action. Yeah, well, it, it always takes information. Mm. God uses information before he gives us revelation, mm. right? Information comes to say, this is what's being said. Right. Revelation is, oh, this is what I understand is happening. Now. Yeah. And then yeah. when a revelation hits, mm. you don't have to beg somebody then to get active. Right. Because then all of the creative juices on the inside, now you just need to give them an avenue to right. kind of pour out what's brewing in them. And so um, I think you guys have been uh, championing the cause in a major way mm. uh, in Oakland and the Bay Area particularly um, I've heard so many folks who mm. have found out about love never fails and the work you guys are doing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, those are my people's man. <laughs> like, Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, just shout out to you guys for um, continuing to plow forward mm. into this hard work. Oh my goodness. Because it's like never over. Like never. you have successes, but it's right. like, it's still so much to be done. That's and true. so just God giving you guys courage and the heart to continue to fight on is a blessing. You know, and we praise God for those people. Um, Because, you know, like you said, and like we've said, that no one person or organization can do it all. And people ask us, how come how can you guys be doing this and how can you be doing that? And it's because we are a volunteer led organization. So people are coming from all walks of life and doing various things. And we don't come our way because we will put you to work. (laughs) (laughs) There is always something to do. So that is how and we can hit so many different platforms and and work in uh, prevention as Mm -hmm. well as intervention, Mm -hmm. as well as restoration. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that question is always asked of us, but Mm -hmm. that is how, because of people, everyday people, you know, not anybody particularly special, just everyday people wanting to do what they can do and doing it and, and setting out to action. So, before we go to break, I know, let's remind the listening audience hmm. of how you were placed in a situation at, I think it was Juvenile Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just in your regular line of work. Yeah. yeah. As a pastor. Right, right. You know, as an evangelist, as a teacher. Yeah. And what happened there? Well, um, I went to the juvenile hall that day. Wasn't the one who was supposed to lead the Bible study. Went to, I was actually just had got set up. I was going to watch the chaplain lead so I could <laughs> see how things go. And the chaplain <laughs> winds up introducing me to the young men in the max unit and simply says, uh, hey, Larry, I got to meet some people at the gate. I'm just have to need you to lead the study. <laughs> so here I am with nothing to say, but I got something to say. Right, right. And so just to make it real quickly and brief, like an hour and a half later after starting <laughs> that conversation, the guard is knocking on the window saying, hey, man, you got five minutes. And I felt in that room that they didn't want me to leave and Mm. I didn't want to leave. And it Mm. was the reality God had given me Mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where the charge began. And he had more to say after that. But that's where it started. Wow. And the listening audience, those who are listening, who are new, who are listening and who may are who are listening and may not know Pastor Larry, you're going to hear how much that has 
changed not only the lives of those men in juvie and on those boys in juvie, mm-hmm. but um, how it has changed Pastor Larry's That's life. That's right. And um, it has taken a whole new change. So we're going to take a break right here, and we're going to leave you with a little snippet of Pastor Larry Austin, PLA as he's known. And um, we'll be right back for another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Enjoy. Weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they mighty. To the pulling down of them strongholds, I got the king of kings inside me. But he drive me with his passion for the loss to see life everlasting. I'm the neighborhood chaplain about that action. Wage a war with the beast in the midst of the famine. Screech for the cannon. Preach your word. Pull the trumpet of the gospel. For those that ain't heard. And it's absurd to only worship in the building. And by Pastor Law, she wants all of his children to make me willing. Then I will go. Speak nothing but the truth. Let everybody know that the king he reigns and his blood stained. The cross for the lost man. This ain't a game. Royalty, his joy is free. What he did for me deserves loyalty to the END. If you ask for me, I'm on the block having church street ministry. To the END. If you ask for me, I'm on the block having church street ministry. To the END. If you ask for me, I'm on the block having church street ministry. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are in studio here today with Pastor Larry Austin of Gospel Elevate Gospel Outreach. That's right. And um, you were just giving us a little snippet about a revelation that came to you while yeah. you were there in um, Juvenile Hall when things kind of got rolling on your new life. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I just felt in that place, as I was saying, um, you know, I wrapped up. Um, guard said, you got five minutes. And I could taste that the young brothers um, didn't want me to leave and I didn't want to leave. And I got in the car and I felt God kind of press upon my heart that, well, you know what you got to do right now? Because I've been <laughs> kind of scratching, like, what's, what am I supposed to be doing? I mm-hmm. felt kind of some some. Mm-hmm. Uneasiness, kind of, and um, and as I as I left, I heard two things. One was you got to get back on the music, mm-hmm. right? Because I hadn't been doing the music. I had put out maybe seven CDs previously. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. gotten busy as a pastor, and God was like, "Man, you got to get back on the music." Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing was you have to now, and then you have to go where they are. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for them to come to you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go and travel to them. Like don't invite them to church. Actually, be the church. Mm-hmm. Church got to have wheels and move <laughs> and go. <laughs> after people. And so those two charges led me to a place to where um, I had to give myself away, Mm. right? To give myself to the community, which Mm. make myself available in a present way. And so music is a great medium today, right? And so now what I do, um, the Lord got me set up to where I um, I got a sound system. I could charge the sound system up and it'll run for about four or five hours, cordless mics. And so I go out into the community Mm -hmm. and um, I just turn the music on on the street corner and people just living their life, getting out their house, going to the car, going to the liquor store. Like people just walking by. Mm -hmm. 
And one, they hear rap music. Mm-hmm. So rap music um, has an attraction to it by itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I love, as you said earlier, when people get the aha moment, mm-hmm. when they hear mm-hmm. what I'm rapping about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. be that that strange look on their eyes, it's kind of like, this is tight. Mm-hmm. But you're mm-hmm. talking about God. Right, it's right. It's kind of like those two don't go together in their right. mind, but right. here is God saying, yes, yeah, me. Right. I could do, I could be all things. Like, exactly. I know your language is exactly. really what I heard God saying. Like, he had to use somebody who came from the streets, but had also dove deep into the gospel so mm-hmm. that the gospel could go back to the streets in a relevant way mm-hmm. and speak the language of the streets. And so it's been a beautiful thing to see how God has been using the ministry and been and meet a blessing them right where they are. Right where they are. <laughs> Yes. Like, don't change everything about yourself. God said, I'm going to come to you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. meet you right there. Mm-hmm. And listen, bring you up to where I've always desired you to be. But mm-hmm. many people think um, we got a lot of church hurt mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of folks who who see church and we you know the church has had some challenges of, of its right presentation of what Jesus is all about. And mm. so people have been misguided on the church. So mm. to see somebody come into the community on God's behalf without asking for anything, mm-hmm. I'm giving away free CDs. Mm-hmm. We, we barbecue sometime and mm-hmm. just folks get something to eat. So just coming to share genuine love, I think is breaking down some of those walls and giving us space mm. to really share the heart of Christ with folks. That's beautiful. Let Amen. the church be the church. Amen. And let the people <laughs> rejoice. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. It's that's a good how, thing. That's, that's right. how it. That's how it is to be. Amen. You know, I even saw on one of your videos. I mean, people are out there just dancing. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. they're dancing to the word of the Lord. Right. You see, you see in worship, you see people released. Yes. Right. Yes. People who bound up and yes. check this out. Most of these folks have had an encounter with God along mm-hmm. their journey. Oh, yes. But they oh, yes. feel so pushed away. They feel like they're so deep in their own sin and drama that, mm-hmm. man, I can't go back. So for God to meet them where they mm-hmm. are again is, and this is what I like to say. Our ministry is kind of the heartbeat of it is to let folks know God has not forgotten about you. Mm-hmm. That he mm-hmm. sees your struggle. Mm-hmm. He sees your pain. Mm-hmm. And we're not coming to judge. We're mm-hmm. coming to give you. Right. Christ was already judged. Right. Right, right, <laughs> We're right. coming to tell you the good news. Right. That, listen, right where you are, you could be free right. as a son, as a daughter. Right. And so um, it is a gift. And it's been um, it has kept my fire lit to see folks oh, come in contact with God in this way. So, you yeah. know, it's interesting you say that. I mean, those 39 stripes he already bore. Right. You know, he bore the, the pain <laughs> and the grief and the shame it's already and all of that. Out. And that is the same um, mentality we have with street outreach. Yeah, yeah. When we reach out to the girls on the street, we kind of let them know that you are not forgotten. Amen. Amen. That we love you. Yeah. We yeah. really love you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Real love. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, that agape Jesus <laughs> That's love. That's right. That's right? right. Amen. And um, to try and just in that brief moment, yep. you know, as, as brief or as long as it might take mm-hmm. um, to let them know that. They are loved. Yeah. You know, that's our bar line. That's the brace that we give them. Mm-hmm. It says, you are loved. Yeah. And we want them to remember that. So I, I, that's interesting. I hadn't even thought about that in that light, yeah. what you're doing in that light. Like because that. Like one of the greatest ministries the church has and what Jesus model is the ministry of presence. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yes. I'm going to sit with you. Mm-hmm. Zacchaeus, I got to come to your house today. Right. I'm not right. going to walk by you. Right. right. <laughs> I'm coming to meet with you and hang out. So again, the ministry of presence. Like, man, give me a little, <laughs> <laughs> a little space. But I think that's a big ministry that yes. is missing because we're waiting on people to come instead of going to be where people are. Right. Yeah. And that's P with a capital P. 
P, yeah. presence with a capital yeah, P. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, he is omnipresent. <clears throat> yes. You know, let alone um, omnipotent. Amen. Right? Ooh, that's big. And when you get that, I'm here and right. I got power. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. with you and I got all power in my right. hands. There's nothing that can right. hinder his delivering power. And so um, we have to um, we have to be his hands and feet so that yes. he can he can finish his work. Right. Amen. Being the church. Amen. There it is. Yes. <laughs> so here you are yeah. now. Um, you're on the street. Yep. Elevate Gospel Outreach. Yep. Walk us through, you kind of did already, but walk us through um, a typical, are you at various locations or in one? Yeah. We're we in a couple locations. Actually, we have um, we have four locations oh. that we kind of focus on right now. We, um, in terms of the outside ministry, I'm on West in San Pablo. Okay. Um, this hotel over there, you see prostitution, drugs. Mm-hmm. I guess you in the thick of things right over there. Okay. So I'm there every Wednesday. I teach a Bible study at the YMCA on Wednesdays okay. at 7. So from about okay. 5.30 to about 6.45, I'm outreaching. And it's been beautiful to see that happen because there's some folks who are, I call them my regulars. They come <laughs> and they help me pass out CDs because oh, okay. I got cars passing by. Mm-hmm. People passing by. So they come out and they kind of join in. I can just see the joy in them because it's almost like for them and some of them, they've been waiting for Wednesdays. Uh Because it's like, here's a moment where I get to do something where I know this is productive. I get to join in with something. And so, you know, if I'm if I'm not there on that Wednesday or something, where were you know what I'm saying? It's it's serious because (laughs) this is like they feel like they're involved in something. And so Mm. we're there on Wednesdays. On um, a Tuesday and Thursday, one of the brothers is part of the ministry with my brother Heshmo Kolar um, is downtown Oakland on 14th and Broadway. Okay. Uh, so he's twice a week there. We're also doing some ministry at um, not the rescue mission, um, the city team ministry. Okay. City team okay. ministry. So on Thursdays, we're there. Okay. And then on Fridays, we're either on 20th and Telegraph, right in front of the old Sears. We, okay. We, first Fridays, we're there. Okay. And then we also, on Fridays, we'll do 14th and Broadway together, uh, where we bring the music and message together. Um, and so those are kind of the outside ministry location. We're trying to find a couple spots to be consistent at so and, we can build presence. And so they are they daytime or evening? They're mostly evening, like okay. five after five. Okay. You know, as folks are kind of getting off work and moving yeah. and grooving. Get that um, crowd yeah, going. yeah, we get that crowd. And then um, we actually do a Bible study at the um, M. Robinson Baker YMCA on Wednesdays okay. in West Oakland. And okay. then we have a Sunday worship service um, on 24th and Telegraph. Okay. Um, and so we meet there now, folks. We get a chance to meet on the street, okay. have a place to come if they don't have a place to worship on Sundays. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. You. I told you, people, yeah, yeah. when we say street, <laughs> when I Amen. say street That's ministry, right. they're on, literally Amen. on the street. That's where we are. We spend the bulk of our time outside. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And that's fine, you that's know, right. because that was not the intention of the church. Right. To stay within four Jesus was walls. on the move. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, on foot. Amen. Yeah. Traveling <laughs> to go. Yes. Because he and said he came to places. seek. Yes. And say, Save. I'm looking for folks. Yeah. I can't be cooped up because they're not looking for me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. That is a beautiful thing to yeah, see to see a ministry doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that is the, the heart of your ministry. That's it. That yeah. is the heart of your ministry. That is that is street ministry. That's right. Wow. Well, we're going to take another little break here and we'll be right back with another segment of Abolition Radio. I know he's with me. He's with me. Yeah. 
My life's a miracle, a blessing. Y'all don't hear me though. I was stressing. I was lost, no hope. I was broke, life a joke. I was barely hanging on by thread of the rope. My confession is that he stepped in. It was on time, and I was so blind about my own shine. He didn't co sign. Put an end to my glory, wasted no time. I got the whole nine. Every gift came by the blood. Wasn't thrown off by who I really was. It's perfect in every way, and everything it does. Where'd he let me know, baby? I was really loved. Got me thinking of my whole journey, real talk. I got a word of hope for everyone that feels lost. Without Kanye, man, Jesus still walk. Riding on his coattails, make me feel close. I spill sauce every son and daughter trips in. Points us all to the word, says living. A lot of strikes against me, man, but Jesus still did it. Call me the preacher rap, so I still spit. I can't quit it, put his life on the line. Took the guilty charge, told the sin was mine. Cause I'm no longer blind, I'ma stay on my grind. Till I run out of time, I reach the finish line. I can't come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Carry on, I'ma turn it on. By the grace of God, keep on stepping, I know he's with me. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And we're back with Pastor Larry Austin here on Abolition Radio. And we were just um, joking around. I just made mention to him that our dear brother, Pastor Mike McBride. That's right. um, We were speaking for those in the listening audience who heard that show about a month or so ago. we mentioned Pastor Larry in that segment because that is when I had first met Pastor Mike McBride. So shout out to the Way Christian <laughs> Fellowship, Christian Church yeah. in, in West Berkeley, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And Pastor Mike McBride there and, and all the great work that they're doing there as well. That's right. As well as Pastor Larry, who, formerly from OCC, Oakland mm-hmm. City Church. And now you are um, working... At the Parolee Center, correct? Yeah, yeah. This is um, a blessing. I think one of the things of taking the leap of faith of leaving Oakland City Church mm-hmm. was not only did I leave great people mm-hmm. and a ministry that was thriving, I left mm-hmm. a, a, a solid certain salary. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I was set. Like, yeah. okay, that's good. Let's just follow this ministry. So I had right. to take a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a couple jobs that we I was doing. We all have those. Yeah, yeah. We got, God calls us. You <laughs> yeah, got to trust we, me to oh, go where brother. we want to go. Yes. So, yes. Um, you know, I was working for Tesla for a minute doing. Mm-hmm. A graveyard shift, and mm-hmm. I had a move. I had a couple things just mm-hmm. to make ends meet, right. and and I was asking the Lord, like you know, um, you know what you've built me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working just to be working yeah. you know, at these places. Yeah. I, I want to, you know, let me get back to what I yeah. do. Yeah, and uh, it was crazy. I had interviewed for this position. Like October of 2016. Okay. It was a done deal. We want you. We're going to hire you. It's all good. And it just drug on for so long. Mm. And I didn't actually start till February. Wow. But the way God did it was so beautiful. I got to say it right quick. I was working at a plastic company in San Leandro and I just started. I couldn't do the graveyard no more. So I left mm-hmm. Tesla and got another kind of warehouse job. I was doing that. And uh, <clears throat> I got put on a new machine. This is maybe my fourth day there. Mm. And the lady who they put me with didn't want me to work with. She thought I was going to take a job. She didn't want to train me. So wow. the other guy sent me somewhere else. And then the main boss came down and said, no, I want him over here. So I went over there. The lady got her back to me. She ain't talking to me. She ain't training uh-huh. me. So I go on my break. And I'm like, God, what am I doing here? Like, what's what's going on? Like, you know? And so I sit in the car for a second. I check my voicemails. And the job called me. Mm. So Volunteers of America with the Parolee Center had called actually the day before. Mm. Left a voicemail. And so I called him back. He said, hey, man, sorry it took so long. Paperwork, blah, 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 blah. We want you to start tomorrow if you can. See? And I'm like, Won't oh, he do it. <laughs> yes. like, so I walked back in and said, you know what, you guys, thank you for the opportunity. 
<laughs> but this is my last day. See my, ya. I'm gone. Bye, Felicia. And so that yes. is, that's deliverance, yes. right? Into the thing. I've been having uh, the time of my life, right? Wow. I'm a service a case manager, so okay. we're working with folks who were recently released from prison uh, oh, for various things. Yeah. Um, and it's a men's home, 48 men live in this home. Oh. And, um, it's ministry. Yeah. Like I go to work and I just get caught up. I just like, oh man, I'm off. And I, it's been 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> right. Like it's just right. because, you know, these brothers have great needs, mm-hmm. um, great challenges. Mm-hmm. I get to share the gospel. Many of them know the Lord, got strong mm-hmm. with the Lord. There's one brother in particular, um, John Han. He came and spoke at our, um, Good Friday block party we did. Just did 36 years. Wow. He said, he said, being in prison was one of the things that actually blessed me mm-hmm. because it gave me a chance to sit down for a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm. got connected wow. with the Lord and was able to get rooted. And so mm. he's at that house and so much ministry is flowing mm-hmm. out of him to wow. the other brothers. And so it's just beautiful to see how there's no wasted time with God. Oh, no. Mm-mm. The 36 years could have been like, man, this is terrible. But God used mm. that to bless this brother. Now that he's out, he is moving uh, in the things of God. So I get to see I get to see redemption happen. Mm. I get to see brothers that are broken, um, come out with no hope, get connected to a program that promises hope. But mm. then people who are working there who mm. are able to help, help them step into that hope that's waiting mm. on them and to see them get that sense of dignity and like, man, I can't overcome my past. Mm, that don't got to mm-hmm. be the last label on my life. Right, and so right. that's that's God's work. God is always after renewal, right? Mm, Taking yes, things that is. are broken, things that have are lifeless in one sense and yeah. reviving them. And so I get to be um, his presence in that place. And wow. it's been great to see it happen. Um, so I've been there a little bit over um, about two months or so. And wow, that's Yeah, great. I've been enjoying my time. That's great. And you know what you just spoke speaks, I'm sure, to a lot of people, you know, not just men who are just coming out of prison or whatever, but um, any of us, you know, can take that message of what Mm -hmm. I just did or that last label that I have worn doesn't have to be the last label. You know, there is restitution, there is restoration. Amen. For all and rehabilitation. Amen. The yeah. resurrection proves that. Yes. To that's where we, that's where our hope yeah. rises from. That's you know? right. He didn't he didn't stay in that situation. He wow. overcame the worst thing that can happen to us. So there's always an opportunity for new joy. And it's been great to see. I have about probably about nine of the brothers who. Um, who volunteer now and do the outreach with us on wow, Friday. So they're out passing out flyers. Cool. So they, every day cool. they come to the church on Sundays. It's just been beautiful to see God again, call me to a ministry and then mm-hmm. give me the folks that he wanted right. that ministry to affect. Exactly. Right? Like exactly. It's all he's doing. And to help you along the way, you know, as you're planning this new church, Yeah, you know, <laughs> this moving church. Yeah, the yes. shape of it yes. all, like yes. the intentions and yes. so. With, yeah. the, with the people with, yeah. that you're trying to reach. <laughs> I mean, only like, God. Only, right? like, only. Boy, won't he do it? <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> only God. Amen. And you know, um, Love Never Fails men's ministry, if we could be of any assistance, yeah, you know, yeah. please let us know. Yeah, um, there's several things we'll talk you. offline. Yeah, but we I will talk offline. Yeah, I will, um, I, I have some thoughts running through my head. Yeah, me if too. Vanessa were here, she would say, oh, there she is again. <laughs> there she goes again. We're going to teach her. The teacher yeah. set it up. Yeah. Those Amen. object lessons, That's they right. always come. That's you know, right. you can't, you know, can't get the teacher out of me, I presume. Amen. So right. at the parolee center, is this um, one county or various counties? Or it's various counties. Oh. It's mostly folks who... Um, 
I guess their crime happened somewhere in Alameda County, Contra Costa County. Okay. Uh, but these folks are from various places who okay. then have to they get paroled to Oakland or Berkeley okay. or whatnot. And um, they have to, you know, they come to our home. Yeah. Oh, so they're okay. there normally about six months, um, six okay. months to a year. Okay. Um, some cases a little, little bit longer, but um, and then they get job training and okay. all that kind of development. So Okay. Know. I see now. So you were saying parolee center, but my, my brain was... On another type of center, I get you now. Yeah, parolees, not um, probation or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, so a, it's little a little different. bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It does real time if you're on parole. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Probation right. is okay. We just yeah. It just clicked. Amen. Amen. Got it. Got it. <laughs> well, that is that is just fabulous to see um, action taking place. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, people who have, I'm sure, you know, are. By just getting out of an incarcerated situation, yeah. um, even wanting to give back yeah. to the community yeah. and um, something good, yeah. you know, to help someone else. Uh, you know, when you put a person in a place to help someone else, yeah. that's even more rewarding. That's powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. I can get, a, I can get over my situation a little bit mm-hmm. when I can get out. Cause again, seeing things is important. Mm. Being able to see the hurt and pain that is happening. You know, I can get woe is me pity party about my situation. If all I can see is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. When I can see true. what other people are going through and mm-hmm. it's like, man, like I ain't got it that bad. Exactly. <laughs> and then I can exactly. lend a helping hand and right. see the reciprocal joy come back of how appreciative they are for that. Like, yes. It just helps me. I mean, yes. that's the, the we need that as humans. Yes. It helps us stay, stay really human, yes. you know? And so um, it's been a gift to just see these brothers again, come out. Most of them are restarting their lives again. Mm-hmm. Like they've done 15, 20, 30 mm-hmm. years, wow. no ID, no nothing. They are nobody wow. right now in terms of our society and them putting their lives back together, but immediately thrust into helping others is easing their own transition. Okay. Are you finding um, help from a societal standpoint, you know, trying to help them put lives together, their lives back together, like with programs. You said they don't even have IDs, things like that. Yeah. Are, is there, are there gaps in that? There are some, but I think there's a system set up with CDC um, to help yeah, to help ease that transition. Okay. And there's jobs that are willing to hire them, so okay. there's some things in place to make That's it good. work. They just got to be willing to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have to be willing to, to join them, yep. to join in. We um we find that as well in our line of work. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that maybe a little bit. Yeah. But we'll take another break right here and enjoy some of the sounds of Pastor Larry Austin. We'll be right back. Sitting here reminiscing everything back when I was gone in the wind on a shrink back. Had me stuck like shrink wrap, couldn't move. Knowing Jesus was the king, but wasn't in the mood. On my spiritual food, I neglected that. A rocket rolled up ahead, I expected that. I had fears where I'ma spin my forever at. But the grace of the Lord wasn't having that. I'm about to keep the mind, about to make the shatter at. Selling Christ off of fools, go never that. This is settled fast, dead, know the promise. Christ will never turn away from a sinner that's honest. Everything he accomplished was done for us. Preach the truth full of guts, turn the volume up. Never own the hush, kinda in the brush. I was raised from the dust. The Lord is merciful and also mighty. He redeemed you from your sin and you better somebody. He gave, we praise, he saved so many. Cause he gave, he created for The Lord is merciful and also mighty. He redeemed you from your sin. 
swiping that we aim low. Same old, same old, like Dollar Drain. Oh, they don't even know what they living for. But you gotta know that. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio. We are here in studio today with Pastor Larry Austin, and we're just having a good old time, and an hour is definitely not long enough (laughs) for us. But, you know, we were just here at the break talking about kingdom ministry, you know, and what, you know, we as Christ followers are called to do. That's right. And that is to lead others to Christ. You know, we are to, as we follow him, to lead others to him. And you were sharing that about this book that has changed your life. Don't waste your life. Yeah. I just feel like um, spending so much time in church, much of that time was about believing the right things, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, like believing mm-hmm. the right stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of doing involved with that, but it was, it was doing to stay right. It was all religion still. It wasn't, right. you know, and so a scripture, um, kind of came to light for me. It's the second Corinthians chapter five, verse 14 and 15 Mm. in this scripture, Paul is speaking about Jesus and he says, um, and he died so that those who live would no longer live for themselves, Mm. but live for he who died and was raised again on their behalf. So Mm. in a nutshell, Paul is saying he doesn't just want you to believe in him. He actually wants you to live for him. And so when that landed on me, it was coupled with the uh, passage in Genesis, um, I'm sorry, Exodus, where God is speaking to Moses and he's speaking to Moses um, that he's ready to go deliver his people who Mm. are trapped in bondage. And he says, listen, I have I have seen the oppression of my people. I have, uh, I know their pain and their mm-hmm. suffering. Mm-hmm. I see the oppression that they're going through and I'm about to come down and fix it. But Moses come here. Cause I want to send you, mm. I want to send you on my behalf. And so those two scriptures kind of brought me to a place of, of yearning God. What do you want me to do? And I was doing stuff, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I felt like, like what's the zero in to something that I give my life away to right. that really matters and counts. Right. And this book came to light to me of not wasting our lives. Mm-hmm. And um, in this book, he talks about by John Piper, John Piper. He mm-hmm. talks about finding a single passion mm-hmm. to live for. What's mm-hmm. that one thing mm-hmm. that I'm about mm-hmm. this? As they mm-hmm. say in the streets, I'm mm-hmm. about that life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what's that one thing mm-hmm. I'm going to be about? And it's not trying to do something that's not you. Right. right. Like, oh, right. it's a great idea. Let me try to do that. No, it's like, what's that thing you were created to do? Mm-hmm. The thing God birthed you to do that yeah. nobody else could do that the world is actually waiting yeah. on you to come alive yeah. and offer that. Um, I read a quote by Miles Monroe. He said, life is not about its duration, mm. but it's about its donation. Ooh, that's it's, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Ooh, that landed. <laughs> it was like, well, but it's like, what are you giving? And mm. so we who, as you said earlier, who are following Christ. Mm-hmm. He has given us something, right? Mm. We've been blessed to be a blessing. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what has God wired me, created me to do that this world needs that I need to, I need to surrender that. Mm. And it may be me starting something. It may be me, me surrendering to an agency or organization that is already walking on that path. Mm. And I go join that fight. And so as we're here today, I mean, you have Love Never Fails. They're deep into the fight of human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Elevate Gospel Outreach is just one of many groups of people who are taking the gospel to the streets. Mm-hmm. You have things happening to those who are listening. You got things happening in your city mm-hmm. that you've been, you see it. It's in your neighborhood. You drive by it on your way to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you heard about it, people talking, and you know, at the store 
before, like mm-hmm. you see things are happening. And for us who believe in Christ, we are not to um, be silent. Our lives are not to just be like, okay. I wake up, I go to work, I come home, I eat dinner, right. uh, like just the routine. It's like, right. no, what are you really involved in that's mm. going to actually make a difference mm. in this world? Yes. Because Jesus is is demanding your surrender, mm. right? Because he says, I got to finish my ministry, y'all. Mm. My life got cut short so that you could actually live. And so now that we have traded places, I need you to give mm. me your life mm. so I can use it for my purposes and aims. So I am um, hopefully... Um, compelling you who are listening today. Some of you have slept on the gifts that are in you. Some of you have Mm. slept on the things that God has told you to do years ago. It's still in you lying dormant. It's Mm. actually begging to be released. Mm. It's waiting on you to wake up to that thing and give it space in your life that it might drive you. It may drive you to some uncomfortable places. Mm. It may cost you some stuff, mm. right? Our lives are supposed to be surrendered in costly sacrifice, mm. right? We're not supposed to live nice, cushiony lives. He didn't mm. die for that. Mm. <laughs> he died so that we would now give up ourselves and mm. be willing to go through whatever it takes um, for his glory. When you look at the life of Paul, Paul, when he saw Jesus was real. And he said, all right, Lord, what will you have me to do? That life, Jesus, even words, his word was, um, I will show him what great things he must suffer Mm. for my sake. So there's a suffering and it's not always a bad stuff happening. It's really suffering us to have to, we don't get our way. (laughs) He gets his way in our lives, right? Right. So that's the suffering. I got to give up some of my my rights. I got to get out of the driver's seat. Let him drive me where Mm. he wants me to go. Mm. But you got to recognize that is the most rewarding life. Mm -hmm. You look at Paul. Paul's life in jail, shipwrecked, beat, like all of the stuff. But you hear the joy that he's writing with? Right. If I went to jail, you would have to write and encourage me. I'm not writing and encouraging you. <laughs> you go out there, but here he is in jail multiple times, not knowing mm-hmm. when he's going to be released, but writing with such liberty and freedom because he's doing his thing. The mm-hmm. thing he was created to do, mm-hmm. he's found it. Listen, you will come alive when you find out that thing that God has created you for mm-hmm. and begin to dive into mm-hmm. it. You surrender to it. You're going to really be living. Right. And so that's right. what this book, The Heartbeat of is. Don't waste your life. You could go do something else and be successful at it. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can thrive naturally, but it's not that very thing that you were created for. And so pray and plead with God to show you that thing mm-hmm. and then get busy. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You, wow. That Wow. That was a sermon right it there. It was. <laughs> I felt it too. <laughs> that was a sermon right Amen. there because, you know, there are a lot of people, you know, as you said, who um, have, have things, yeah. you know, have lots of things, yeah. but they're probably very unhappy because there's so much more, you know, they might have a little less Mm -hmm. or they still could have more, but Mm -hmm. there's so much more that they can be doing. And with the, the plenty, right. The abundance to help the next person. And, um, that's all we're asking. You know, the listening audience knows I, I always make mention of, we all have that something. Yeah. And, all of us yeah. are important. Yeah. You know, my, my self-care, I play in the symphony. Here I go again. Yeah, I'm going to tell the story. Um, <laughs> tell it, tell I, it. I play in the symphony, and I am the principal violist in the symphony, hmm. right? Okay. But, and for those string players out there, you know, most of you don't even, may not even know, the string players would know, but most people may not even know mm-hmm. what a viola is mm-hmm. when um, it's on my bio. When people, when I go to speak and people yeah. read my bio, they will 
every time mm-hmm. change principal violist to principal violinist. Right, right, right. Right? And yes, I play violin, but my main instrument yeah. is viola, but they want me to play that violin because they don't know what it is because yeah. it's not that yeah. glamorous like right, a violin. Right, let's put it that way. Right. It's just bigger and thicker, but mm-hmm. playing a different part. But the person playing the trumpet, mm-hmm. you know, we just played, we just had last weekend our spring concert. Okay. And we played a song particularly written for our orchestra okay. that required a bell, a the glockenspiel. Okay. Never Two heard notes. The glockenspiel is the bell's... For, yeah, I know that, what it is. Yes. I've seen it, but I didn't yes. know that's the name. Yeah, yes, I got yes, you. Yes, yes, <laughs> So, had two notes in the whole song. Mm. But the two notes were on solos, yeah, right? Yeah. And the person playing it for the longest time could not get those two beats because he had to count mm. like a thousand beats right. before his time. <laughs> for his time. <laughs> he was waiting for beat three of like measure 500, yeah, right? Yeah. And we... We worked on it and worked on it. And we're like, dude, yeah. you got to get those two notes, yeah. right? Because, two. you know, first of all, they're your only two, but it will mess up the whole thing, yeah. right? Because there's this pause mm-hmm. for you to go, ding. But that ding yeah. was so Vital. important. Yeah, yeah. And that's all he had. Yeah, yeah. Were those two now, notes. that's a sermon. <laughs> <laughs> those two notes. But everybody has a part. That's right. To play. Look at play it. Play it. Yeah, yeah. Play it. Mm. And, oh, my goodness, this is too short. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, good preaching make you want to preach. I wanted to say something after that. But no, I know no, no. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. Well, we that's have. the drummer boy complex, oh, right? Yeah. The little drummer boy was yes. like, man, I don't have what everybody else is coming to offer Jesus. Yes. All I got yes. is my drum. But, you know, he said, you know what, though? I'm going to beat this drum yes. to the glory of the king. Yes. And so yes. it's whether it's the, the triangle bell right. Right. and your two notes or it's, it's right. just the drum that you right. have, whatever that is. Or Bible your $5. Some, uh, whatever. Your, your one hour a week time. Exactly. Right. But We're asking a dollar have, a month for it to there. be one of a million. Look at there. Yeah. Look at there. It don't, it don't cost us much sometimes. It's right. just are we willing to invest um, outside of ourselves? Yes. For the yeah. benefit of others. Like whatever we do, God calls us to do it for his glory and his honor. Amen. 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 And we'll start right there and we'll come right back for another segment of Abolition Radio. We'll be right back. Back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. 
And welcome back to Abolition Radio. Pastor Larry, this has been too short know, and amen. it's too long in between. <laughs> too. Right. We we love having you as our guest. Thank and we just thank me. you so much for being a part of us today. Amen. And amen. sharing your all things new. That's right. That's with right. what you're doing. <laughs> so thank you so much. And let's remind the people how they can get involved and help out if they want and where you are. Yeah. So elevate gospel outreach. We are, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're on the corner of 14th and Broadway. Um, just preaching the gospel out there, um, as people are leaving work. So that's about five thirty PM, uh, to about 7 PM. Um, and then on Wednesdays, we're on the corner of San Pablo and West Avenue. Um, there's a little Island there. You couldn't miss us. If you drove down San Pablo Avenue, um, Gospel music is being played. I'm rapping. We're preaching the gospel um, and just loving on folks. And then on Fridays, uh, first Fridays, we're on 20th and Telegraph right in front of the old Sears building um, out there just lifting up the king. And then um, the other Fridays, we also come together and we go back to 14th and Broadway right in front of the Walgreens. And so, again, trying to get to where the masses of people are um, and just share the gospel. Um and then if you if you're interested in in the music i think the music um that has been um, meeting people where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a free download. It's it's available on iTunes, Amazon, all that kind of stuff. But I don't want any barrier to the right. gospel. Freely right. we receive, freely we ought to give. That's and so right. if you go to my website, um, of course, www.pla, the number four, H-I-M. So PLA4HIM.com. And you can watch the new music video for Look At Me Now. Mm-hmm. You can download uh, the music. You can stream it right off my website if you just want to listen to it but all things music ministry are available there at my website and one last thing if you wanted to get dates and information on elevate gospel outreach you can go to elevategospeloutreach.com and all of the places dates and times are available there but again thank you guys for having me here today i appreciate the love we love you we love you love you right back all right well you know true to love never fails we have some events coming up here um, next weekend, uh, Saturday, May 6th, we are joining with Out of Egypt for a prayer event at Cambrian Methodist Church in San Jose, and that's from 6 to 8. Um, I think our dancers may be joining, mm-hmm. and um, I, I will be playing violin on that event as well. Um, we do have a street outreach this month. It will be in the Central Valley. And that will be on the 20th. More information to come in that regard. And join us with um, the Bay Area Anti-Trafficking Coalition. And before our very eyes, mm-hmm. we will be for a week at San Mateo County Fair. And um, that would be the week between June 10th and June 18th. And once again, that's San Mateo County Fair. And also join Saffron Strand in Richmond for their eighth annual homeless conference on uh, June 12th and 13th. And that's always at the Richmond Auditorium. And we love them and we love um, supporting them there um, with Saffron Strand. And once again today, um, if you have not heard it here. And of course, you can reach us, Love Never Fails, at loveneverfailsus.com. And B, mm. take that action step. Be one of a million yeah. and give a dollar per month and tell someone else to give a dollar and we can help to this fight. Um, bring out a shout out to us on our Facebook page at Abolition Radio, um, Facebook page, 
and we would love to hear from you. That's right. But if you have not felt it today, please know that from us here, you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. And this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. You're in the neighborhoods we live in You're in the ones we're passing by You're in the ones we call our neighbors And the ones who still sleep our eyes Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.